In today's episode, we are going to wrap up the R of relationships. And to be honest with you, this is one of those that can actually be a little, little bit difficult. So uh, go ahead and sit down, strap in, and uh, let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Well, hello again, and uh, as we said, welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. As I said earlier, we are going to uh, wrap up the R of relationships in our three R framework, and this is one that I, I feel like can be difficult. You know, when we when we talk about God, of course, we should have a close relationship with God. When we talk about our wife and children, of course, we should have a, a close relationship and a good relationship with our wife and kids. But this is one of those that that can actually be a little difficult because. Um, well, let's just explain it. So the verse I want to share with you comes out of first Corinthians 15, 33, and it says, don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good characters. So today we're going to talk about with relationships. We're going to talk about specifically your relationships with associates and friends. Now, Jim Rohn is quoted as saying, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Now think about that for a minute. Let it sink in. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So obviously immediately you can start thinking, okay, who are the five people I spend the most time with? Now, let me explain something to you about human nature. And and this is a little little time of, of, uh, of confession here. You see, I believe that Pretty much every single human is like this, and I, I have to admit that I can sometimes be more like this than I than I care to admit. But the human uh, personality, our personalities are basically sponges. And so what happens is when we get around other people and we start spending time with them, it is absolutely normal to start picking up traits from each other, to start uh, sharing traits um, with the people that we're around, you know, sometimes we'll pick up something from them or they'll pick up something from us. I know I was, I was, uh, I know someone that was, was trying to get in the military and, and, um, I was involved in that, uh, with, in that person's life. And so I, I actually, uh, talked to the recruiter one time about how it was going and the recruiter who was, uh, I believe he was like a, a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps and, and he had, you know, obviously been in the Marine Corps for quite a few years. And he came up to me and he said, Mr. Sellers, I hate to tell you this, but this young man who's trying to get in the Marine Corps right now, he has the most screwed up friends I've ever seen in my life. And that's coming from a sergeant in the Marine Corps. And you can imagine some of the screwed up people he had seen in his life. But he was he was recognizing and acknowledging the fact that, that this kid was having difficulties because he had such screwed up friends. And so, so I've noticed this when I get around people, I will pick up some of their sayings. I will pick up some of their mannerisms. I will start doing some of the things that they do. Now, of course, all of us, you know, we want to be strong and we want to say, well, you know, I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. Well, the truth of the matter is 
there are going to be times that you are going to lead and there's going to be times that you're going to follow. And like I said, you just can't help but start being more and more like each other. Think about those those uh, families that you know, those spouses that you know, that it seems like the the longer that they're married, the more alike they become. And I've noticed that with my with my wife. You know, we've been married uh, eight years, right at eight years, and so there are things that we're becoming more and more alike. Now, obviously, the goal of any relationship is that you you want to take the best of each other and bring that together to to encourage each other to to better each other. But the fact of the matter is that you just can't help but pick up traits from each other, and sometimes those traits are going to be negative. Sometimes those traits aren't going to be the best ones. And so that is the reason why, as difficult as it can be, you really need to sit down and take some time to evaluate your relationship with your associates and your friends. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Now, we already talked in previous episodes about our relationship with God and our relationship with our spouse uh, and, and our kids. So obviously, those are three different sets of people that we should be spending a lot of time with. We should be investing in. We should be learning from and and teaching as well uh, each other in those relationships. So now go ahead and think about five other people. Think about five other people that you spend the most time with. So if you have to pause the the audio, go ahead and pause it for a minute and and just, just think about those five people. Okay, are you back? So now, I want to say this. You have to understand the power of words. Obviously, right now, you're listening to a podcast, so you obviously understand at least to some degree the power of, of the spoken word because you're listening to an audio production here. You listen to an audio podcast. So if you think about it, uh, the the other ex- most startling example, I guess you could say, of, of words is God spoke everything that you see around you into existence. He spoke it into existence when he created the universe. So there is power in the spoken words. So you cannot be around people and take in what they say with your ears without it affecting you. Now, obviously, we want to be strong and say, well, yeah, but I don't let it change me. I don't let it affect me. But the bottom line is, even at the very base level, you're going to have things that are going to affect you. I was in a situation one time where I was working with two different groups of people and it was, it was so sad, really. I had one of the, one of that, one of the people in this, in one group, they would come to me and they would talk negative about this other person, this other group. Well, then they would go to that other group and then they'd talk negative about me. So they were basically bouncing between this other group and myself, and they were spreading gossip. They were spreading negativity uh, between us. And so as much as I would like to say, of course, I knew he, he wasn't speaking the truth. Of course, my, my friends in this other group, I, you know, I didn't lose any respect for them. But the truth of the matter is later on, when I would, I would deal with, with situations with them and relationship with them, I would have to kind of, kind of push through this little hint of distrust because I would think, well, wait a minute. What if what he said was true? What if, because, you know, think about it. Any lie that you hear, to, for it to be a really good lie, there's going to have to be at least a little element of truth to it. Otherwise, it's just ridiculous. So if you take a, a lie that you hear about somebody else or a situation or negativity, then that it, 
it's almost impossible for it to not affect you to some degree. So even if you don't really, you know, turn to the dark side and become negative and, you know, have strife and problems with that, that friend still, when you hear something about somebody else, it's going to affect you. It's going to be hard to push through. So I encourage you once again, think about those five people that you spend the most time with and how healthy they are in your relationship. Another example I know is there's there's someone else I know that that um, they used to to go out with a friend and and this friend was super negative I mean super negative like everything in life was uh, a a drama and so I noticed that when I would get back together with this friend after they'd spent time with this other friend I noticed a change in them almost every single time for for years even they would come back super negative and I would point it out to them and what what they finally did was they finally backed off on their time that they spent with this other friend and that other friend grew and, and healed and, and got, you know, got better in a lot of areas and they didn't totally break off the relationship, but they, they lessened the time together. And then they got back together more often and, and it was from a much healthier place. And so now, you know, they're, they're great friends and, and they have a great relationship and they really encourage each other. So I just gave you two examples about uh, two or three examples now of, of this next section I'm going to talk about. And that is, okay, so you've got the five people that you spend the most time with. So, so what's the next step? What do you do? So you can obviously just say, well, I think they're good for me. I don't think they're good for me. And that's, that's one thing you need to do. You need to start off with saying, okay, how do they influence me? How are they affecting me and my relationship with not just them, but with others as well? And so when you take a look at that, what you need to do, you need to, the next step in those five friends is you need to break them down into categories. We'll call it one, two, three. Okay. So you can just go through and write a one, two or three by each of them. And here are the three categories. And this is why I say that this, this section of, of relationships is, it can be very difficult. So the first one, the number one is disassociation. So these are those friends that when you really look at it and you, you analyze, you know, where you're at in relationship with them, you realize that, you know what, these guys are not engines in my life that propel me forward and that help me grow. But instead they are really more like anchors that hold me back, that weigh me down, that quite literally suck the life out of me. And unfortunately you can probably think immediately of, of a friend in, in your life or an associate in your life to where you've, they're just life suckers. And it's like they, they may not mean to be, but in your life, they're just life suckers. So there could be people in your life right now, even in that group of, of five that you spend the most time with, that you need to start disassociating with. And that's why I say this is hard. I guess I'm starting with the hardest first because, you know, when you break off relationships, then... That, that is so hard to do because, of course, you're like, well, I don't ever want to reject somebody. I've been rejected. I don't want to reject them. But at the same time, when you look at it, you need to just understand that, okay, you know what? They are literally sucking the life out of me, and I've just, I've just got to call a timeout. And, you know, maybe the disassociation isn't forever. Maybe it's uh, a time where you, you can step back, and they can heal, and, and you can change, and you can grow. And then when you get back together, you can look them back up and, and reconnect and possibly start that association again. But there could be a time, at least for a period, where you're just have to, going to step away and, and disassociate with them. One thing that helped me 
I know I was on a trip one time and I, I went to an area that, that I used to be responsible for a, a group of people. And, and there's some things I didn't really like. And I, and I thought, well, I wouldn't have done it that way. And what I had to come to the piece of was saying, you know what? It's not my job. It's not my responsibility. And so when you think about disassociation and why, yes, you may not want to reject people at the same time, it could be that you just need to say, look, this is not my job. This is not my responsibility. Yes, this person needs help. Yes, they need someone to speak into their lives. But you know what? It's not my job. It's not my responsibility, especially if you evaluate that relationship and you realize, you know what? I have spoken and spoken and spoken and nothing changes. And so it may be time to disassociate. Like I said, maybe not forever, but at least for a season. So that's number one, disassociation. So right now you can go through that list of five of your closest friends that you spend the most time with and say, okay, are there any ones in this group? Are there any ones that I need to say, you know what? I need to to start disassociating with this person. So number two is, is a little softer, a little easier. And that is number two is limited association. So these are the people that, that maybe you don't need to start cutting off from your life, but at the same time you realize that there is a little bit of life suck going on there, or there is a a bit of an anchor going on there. And so maybe I need to just wean myself a little bit from them. I mean, I need to back off from them and not necessarily cut them out of my life altogether, but at the same time do, do reduce the amount of time that I spend with them. So that would be your, your limited association. So think about that. Go through that list again and see who are twos, who, who you say, okay, you know, okay, it's not what I would call toxic, but it, at the same time, it, it's difficult. But at the same time, I don't want to just cut them off. So let's, let's try backing off some. Let's try some limited association with that. So that's number two. The third one is, is great. This is awesome. And it would be amazing if all five people in your life are, are threes. Uh, now, granted, with the time on your calendar, it might be difficult to to uh, really see this through to the end. But but number three is what you call expanded association. And now these are the folks that you want to spend more time with. These are the the folks that they really are engines for us, and we really are engines for them. And we're just better people having them in our lives, and they're better people having us in their lives. And so you just need to find out, okay, these are the people that, that encourage, that motivate, and that you grow together with each other. And so these are the ones that you simply need to start planning more time with. And that's why I'm, that's why I said, you know, five, if, if you have five people in your life and they're all threes, it may be very difficult to expand your time with them in your already busy schedule, but but you get the point. It's And even if, if you're not like keeping a stop stopwatch of the time that you spent in these three different areas well at the same time it's it's more the the heart of the matter it's more um looking at it as saying okay you know i want to go deeper with them i want to spend more time with them and so that is where you would look at expanded associations so like i said this this is difficult it's not easy to to realize okay which ones are my ones I need to start disassociating with them. Which ones are my twos? I need to back off a little bit and have limited association. Not cut them off altogether, but limited association. And who are my threes? That expanded association, we we motivate each other. We encourage each other. We need to spend more time together. And, you know, I have, to be honest with you, I have just a handful of folks in my life that I would say are my expanded association. Uh, just yesterday, I, I called up a friend and, and said, hey, um, you got got time for a spontaneous lunch together a, a a 
a quick lunch together. And, and unfortunately, he was already he was he had, he was working in another town, another city, and he was about to sit down at one of my favorite restaurants. So I was immediately jealous, but it was okay. We we worked through it. <laughs> but he's definitely one of my expanded associations. He's like a brother to me. We encourage each other. We're good for each other. So he's an expanded association. And there are folks I've had limited associations with, and there's folks that that I've I've had to disassociate with. And so with all of us, there's going to be different places that we're at in our lives. There's different people that, that, and, and, and like I said before, this can change. So this is something that you can't just do the evaluation once and then never do it again. This is an ongoing process. This is something that you're going to have to check from time to time and say, okay, are these a one, two or three, or is this dissociation, limited association or expanded association? So right now, uh, at the end of this podcast, I encourage you, go ahead, work through that list of, of five people and decide, okay, who are the ones I need to disassociate with? They're ones. Who are the ones I need to limit my association with? They're twos. And who are the people I need to go deeper with? They're threes. And then the next step after that, obviously, is going to be, okay, what's my strategy? What's my plan? How, how am I going to start disassociating with them? Um, for example, there's, there's folks that I have on, on Facebook that um, I snooze them about every 30 days. I'll snooze them for another 30 days because uh, something will pop up. I'll see one of their posts and I'll say, wow, okay, there's just as toxic as ever. Everything is drama. Everything is negative. So, okay, I'm going to snooze them for another 30 days. So social media, you know, this is where we have lots of contact with lots of people. Um, and and I, I feel like that's one of the challenges that we've had with our friends and associates, especially is social media has created this, this almost false sense of closeness. I'll never forget. I walked into a room and there was a gentleman there and I just, I could not remember his name. And I walked up to him and I said, I am so sorry. I can't remember your name. And he, he literally looked at me as if I had just smacked him across the face and he looked at me and he said, but, but we're friends on Facebook. And I so wanted to just look at him and say, yeah, you and a few thousand other people are my friends on Facebook. And so I think, Social media has, has kind of conditioned us to, to possibly feel like we're closer than we really are. But, you know, social media is obviously a place where I would say it's almost a little easier to, to sort out the one, twos, and threes and, and create a strategy for that. Because, like I said, with my couple of friends that I need to disassociate with, I just simply snooze them every 30 days. And at the end of that 30 days, it gives them a chance to, for me to reevaluate. They come, you know, a, a new thing pops up that they post and I say, okay, have they changed? Are they better? And please understand, I, I don't feel like anyone is hopeless. And I believe everyone needs, uh, can use some help. But I just know that, that there's people in my life, if you're really honest, you'll, you'll agree with me. There's people in my life that I'm just not the change agent for them. I'm not the one that's going to really help them. Uh, and some of these folks that I snooze, I've, I've tried. I said, hey, let's let's get together. And and they blew me off. And there was, they, they immediately got evasive. So, so you have to understand, it's not that you're a horrible person if you disassociate with them. It could be that, once again, it's not your job. It's not your responsibility. And so go through social media, figure out who you need to disassociate, limit associate, expand associations. So that's that's one way, uh, one area you can work on. And then the, those that you meet in person, obviously that can be more of a challenge. That's going to be more of a challenge of how you start disassociating uh, associating with them or, or start cutting back on your association with them. Uh, those can be more challenging. But I encourage you, go through that list of five friends, find out the ones that you need to, to 
break down each of these categories. And please understand too, I'm not trying to just make this kind of a, a logical process because I know emotions are involved and when emotions are involved, it can get heated, it can get painful. Tears can be shed, but at the same time, you need to look at your life and what is going to help you to be the most extraordinary, exceptional, amazing husband and father that you can be. And that's going to come from also looking at relationship with your associates and your friends. So I hope this helped you today. Uh, I encourage you to share it with someone else if you feel like this could encourage them. Uh, obviously, you can subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. But I encourage you to go ahead and share this with other folks too. And uh, if you want to drop in there in, in whatever platform you listen to this on and, and leave me a review, you can do that too. But I hope you have a great day. And we will see you next time on the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening, and remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.